Well, we are happy to break news out of Canada that the Daily Mail will not touch. None of the mainstream media is going to touch this. These propagandists are going to hide this from you because this is encouraging to freedom fighters, patriots who want to take matters into their own hands and stand up against this tyrannical, overreaching system of mandates that forces you to muzzle yourself with an ineffective face diaper, uh, socially distance away from your family, stop giving hugs, not visiting grandma, masking up your kids in school for 10 hours a day, possibly while you're exercising. It's all ridiculous. But breaking out of Alberta today, mandatory masking is coming to an end. Kids will not be masking when they return to school. Mandatory quarantine will be ending contract, uh, contact tracing, testing for mild symptoms. It's all done. They will now be recognizing COVID as a mild flu and treating it as such. Freedom has won in Alberta, proving that fighting does work. Joining us now is Patrick King, a devoted father of two, a proud Canadian. You were fined 1200 bucks for violating the COVID-19 Public Health Act for being in a group larger than 10, which I'm assuming is what lit the fire inside of you. And it appears that you, sir, were a part of the efforts that we can now celebrate today. Tell us about it. Uh, yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me on, Stu. Um, yeah, on December 5th, we held a rally. So in Red Deer, Alberta, Canada, we have been known as the only city in Canada hold the longest rally against all these government mandates that they've been putting in um, with regards to even our industries. Uh, I started back about four years ago. Um, I'm an oil and gas worker, have been for over 17 years. I also hold a degree in occupational health and safety and environment. And when they started to attack our industry out here, I started getting a little bit more vocal. So we've held rallies on our streets with, the, with regards to oil and gas and these, this government that we have for over three and a half years. And on December 5th, we are celebrating our, um, our 200th week of being on the corner on a Saturday morning protesting. And on that particular day, COVID um, mandates were implemented and, and, and they were going on for the last little while. And I was obviously targeted because of my voice. And I know this and it's in the transcripts in the court. Um, I was targeted and, and I received a ticket of $1,200. So I waited for my time in court. I ended up getting it on May the 4th, finally, and I went into court and I produced some information that I needed to request in order to put up a good, plausible defense. And my, my, my material that I requested was the isolation of the SARS-CoV-2 virus, and I wanted it isolated and not in a, in a, in a lab setting or in a PCR test, because we know the PCR tests, they're overspun. We know we're not stupid people. Right. We know, we research, we look. Yes. So in doing that, they kind of shut me out of the court. I was supposed to be in court on May the 18th. All of a sudden I get, once I deliver all of this and I get told as a self-representative, I can, the, the judge has to advocate for me and steer me in the right direction. At which time she allowed me to subpoena Dina Hinshaw, who is our chief medical officer of health for Alberta, who basically what my defense was to be was I needed proof that you have isolated the SARS-CoV-2 virus and that, therefore, the science would give you the backing for your public health act. Which, in plain and have. simple terms, means prove to me that a pandemic exists. Prove to me that we're all going to die. Prove to me that this thing is raging out of control and that people are dying from this thing. 100%. And if they did that, then I would be no problem. I would say, okay, you're right. You've got this. I'll put this mask on. Well, as soon as I subpoenaed her, I got, a, I got an officer shows up at my door three days later. He says, Mr. King, I need your address. I said, oh, you mean the address you're at right now? You that address? Yeah, well, I need your email address. And I said, 
Well, the same email address that's on all my correspondence with you guys and all this stuff, you already have it. Well, I need your telephone number. I said, you mean the telephone number that you call me on all the time? And he's kind of looking dumb and he says, well, I'm just here to tell you that your court case has been canceled. I was like, this can't happen. You can't cancel my court case. And he kind of snickered. Well, I ended up calling the, the courthouse, got it rescheduled. And upon the rescheduling, I got it in. And next thing I know, I'm being subpoenaed by Dina Hinshaw's lawyers now on a Sunday morning at 11.53 in the morning. I timestamped process server serving me this. In less than 24 hours, I had to be in behind closed chambers with Dina Hinshaw's lawyers and the judges. And I'm like, okay, well, this is odd. This is what's called a procedural violation. You cannot service somebody a subpoena less than 24 hours before court. And I knew they were up to something dirty. When I got the subpoena, we went into court. I get in the court the next day. I call procedural violation 100%. They said, yes, it's a procedural violation. I said, okay, Your Honor, well, let's adjourn it to Wednesday. And this would have been um, uh, June, or sorry, July 24th. And I would have been in court. And she says, no, we can't. I said, Your Honor, this is a procedural violation. And well, when that happened, Dina Hinshaw's lawyer spoke up. And she said, well, Your Honor, Mr. King is requesting evidence that we cannot give. And I was kind of like, what? And I, I sent you a screenshot of it. And in the screenshot, it says, the chief medical officer of health has no material evidence to provide Mr. King for his defense, which basically means everything that I requested in Schedule A, which is the isolation of the SARS-CoV-2 virus, that needs to be 100% isolated in order to base your scientific facts on these public health acts, you don't have material evidence for this. And they said no. And I, I had to reiterate again to the lawyer or to the judge. I said, Your Honor, just for the record, I want it to be on the record, duly noted, that the Chief Medical Officer of Health of Alberta does not have material evidence I request. She says, yes, Mr. King, they did say that. Perfect. I lose the subpoena on Dina Hinshaw. That's okay. Because what had happened is a procedural violation. Now, what they've done is the court system actually bamboozled me and sent me in the wrong direction, which is a violation of my rights as a Canadian citizen. I go in on the 24th, and I couldn't believe it. There are attorney general prosecutors from Ottawa in the courtroom. And now my statement says, no longer does it say Dina Hinshaw versus Patrick King. It states the Queen, Her Majesty the Queen versus Patrick King. So now, where's my accuser? If the Queen is my accuser, I get to address my accuser. Well, lo and behold, they find out that everything I did is absolutely phenomenal. They can't believe it. I remember, I'll still remember the look on the faces. So I reiterated again, the Chief Medical Officer of Health of Alberta, Ms. Dina Hinshaw, and AHS and the Alberta Provincial Government do not have the material evidence I request for the isolation of SARS-CoV-2. And when the judge said that, these two stenographers, or a stenographer and a clerk just went like this. Yeah. And their jaws dropped to the floor. Yeah, they must and have they looked at like, the judge like, "What are we supposed to type this? <laughs> yeah. do, you, do you really want this on the record i mean this is yeah, ama- this is amazing stuff and it's so simple when you think about it this is so simple you have essentially taught the world exactly what they need to do to liberate themselves i mean that's right but there the problem lies and of course we're going to have to battle uphill because we have a compromised judiciary a corrupt judiciary you have to get before a judge that's actually going to rule impartially Yep. 
But okay, well, so the problem with this through the rest of this because you got to finish your story. I'm sorry. Yeah. So so what happens now is, and and in my closing remarks, I told the judge, I said to the to your honor, I said thank you very much. And I looked at the Crown Prosecutor and I said, thank you very much. And to the attorney generals that decided to come in the room for a $1,200 ticket, I got Ottawa listening now. Thank you to each and every one of you because you taught me everything I need to know to be the loudest proactive advocate for everybody across Canada, let alone North America and the world. Because now we know exactly what you guys are doing to us. We have it on record. We have the proof. And you know what? I get these transcripts this afternoon. I wish I would have had them before you called me this morning because then I would have shown, been able to provide it to you. And hopefully maybe we can do a, a, a sequel to this yes. when I have it all. But in the transcripts, I stated, and I know they're shaking in their boots. So when I said, I'm going to start teaching people exactly what they need to do because we were that close. They got me on a judici- what's called a jurisdictional challenge, which the judge advocated for me to subpoena Dina Hinshaw because she has to. But what she didn't do was tell me the appropriate direction to go to. So I used the justice of the peace who signed the uh, the subpoena. Well, it's a judge who needs to sign the subpoena, not a justice of the peace. So they got me on the jurisdictional challenge, but they also violated my rights in doing so. So now there's a process that we're going to go through. And hopefully I can't divulge too much more. But now what I can do is with all these transcripts to everybody else, and they made a point in my court case the Rook versus Alberta case where they've summoned everybody that, who had violated any of these COVID rules. They're waiting on the determination of thousands and thousands of tickets and, and uh, summonses and the results of those will come. Well, what we did was we laid the foundation for everybody's court case now. So everybody's court case will go exactly the way I am. And what they need to do and everybody needs to do is you need to challenge the Public Health Act in your provinces, in your states, uh, in, in your in your wherever you are, you file a, uh, a, um, a challenge against these health acts. And that way, the judge has no no uh, recourse. She has to subpoena the, the government officials that are responsible for this. So now we're going to get them all on the stand. I mean, I don't think that people I, I just want to make sure that everybody understands the magnitude of this. <laughs> this isn't yes. about a twelve hundred dollar fine or a ticket. This isn't about a thousand of them. This yeah. is about ending COVID. Seriously, the narrative is dead. The virus has never been isolated. It doesn't never. exist. You can't no. prove its existence. Therefore, you cannot force me to do anything in the name of something that is non-existent. That's no right. Vaccine, and in the transcripts, no vaccine, they tell me- no vaccine, no vaccine, and no vaccine because it's not a vaccine, anyways. No mask, no social distance. Uh, no limiting in uh, the gathering sizes. My kids should be able to return to school. Everybody is hugging again. My small yeah. business can reopen now. Uh, all of these things. That is the magnitude of this. It's so it's so empowering to know that we got it on the record because what they said right after was the science doesn't matter. And in the top of the Alberta Public Health Act, it says I, Dina Hinshaw, uh, formulate this public health act under the COVID-19 pandemic, that means you would have had to have the proof and the science in order to write that public health act for the COVID-19 pandemic. Well, now, I'm sorry, you messed up. You wrote and said in on the record in the court of law that you don't have the material evidence. And when I said that, they said, well, the science doesn't matter. I said, oh, no, the science has to matter. 
This isn't about your public opinion. This isn't about your personal preference. That's right. I don't care who's pulling your strings and telling you you have to do this. But you know when they put their name, I, Dina Hinshaw, that was a setup. Because when this goes down, she's going to be, she's going to get the bus. And that's why they do this. Because they knew this whole time that this was never isolated. They know what they're doing. They know what the part of this scheme is. And I don't know the background of your show, how far I can go into this, but it all comes down to the result of this one world organization that wants to make sure that they have power over everybody across the globe. Complete so they're unfortunately attempting to bankrupt our country under the guise of a false pandemic. That's right. And everybody's just bah, following along like a sheep. You have no under like to the viewers, the implications of this and the repercussions of what are going to happen from this are absolutely devastating. The world, you know, it right now will not exist. And that is what they're attempting to do. We are attempting to stop this under professional literature and professional um, like um, presentations. When we do this, we are, I'm just an average Joe, but I do know enough that I know there's something wrong. And if I don't do something, who am I? Who, who, what does that make me if That's I right. just stand back and let it happen? Especially so, being the father of two kids that you would lay down on railroad tracks without even thinking. Uh, there's exchange. something else to that, too. Yeah. My oldest son, who's 17 years old, got the vax. He's double vaxxed. Uh, and it killed me. And I tried to fight him on it. And I tried to just wait. I got them in court. Now, if my son goes down, you ain't going to see me in court of law. You're going to see me on the streets with every other parent, with every other loved one, with every other person out there. And we're going to start to make this shake. We're going to shake the house because they are about to take all our families away. They've already taken our livelihoods. They've already taken our rights away. They're trying to censor everything that we say. I'm believe it or not, Stu, I am the, I would have to say I'm one of, if not the most censored Canadian out there right now. I cannot have Facebook. I cannot even use Google. They were, they're not giving me any ways or any means to get my information out to people. They're blocking me in every single way. And when they start doing that, you know, you're onto them. You know, you're doing the exactly, you're doing the right thing. So with my son being vaxxed, I get it. He's, he's got an opportunity to go to Tokyo for, for, for uh, university to aerospace engineering university. He's a smart kid. So I get why he did it, but there are millions of kids out there. There are millions of adults out there that are under the same guise that they needed to get this because it was, you know, in order to travel. That is absolute false. And everything that they're trying to put in, look at Australia. There's police officers attacking people on the streets and sticking needles in their arms. Yeah. There's military presence going to communities. I highly recommend that everybody out there start following what's going on because it's in every country, this is going to start to happen and it's the end game. And unfortunately, we're a little bit behind the eight ball right now, but we're still moving in the right direction. And I know, I know what we're doing is about to blow up. Now you've got Alberta saying no mask mandates. Now you've got them retracting everything they said. Kids are going to school with no masks on, all this stuff, blah, 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 blah. They're, they pulled the pin, but we've already said it. And it's, we will get them. And then they will make it look like it's their idea. I got to leave it right there. I'm running up against a hard break. But uh, Patrick King, man, absolutely incredible stuff. When you get those documents that you want released together, 
We are not the mainstream media, but our audience is much bigger than theirs. They hate that, I love by it. the way. Uh, ranked number three, by the way, in America, this little Stu Peters show that the mainstream media <laughs> loves to hate. We will post all of those documents at stupeters.tv. Fighting back is what it's all about. You have done that. And speaking of which, here in the United States, I have received so many countless emails. Hey, my job is going to make me uh, get this thing. They're, gonna, they're threatening to fire me, all of this stuff. Guess what? That is not legal for them to do. America's Frontline Doctors legal director is up next on the Stu Peter Show. Go nowhere. Ellie Schultz is standing by. She's a lawyer and she is a humanitarian advocate. She's fighting against this tyranny and she is going to be here with some advice. She's going to be here with some statements to hopefully put you at ease because I'm telling you, there are a lot of very fearful people, students returning to in-person learning, going to universities, being banned or barred from sports, being told that they have to get these inoculations. People are being fired from their jobs, getting letters uh, that, that are requiring people to go get this stuff with their jobs being threatened. We have to address all of this. As I said, my email box is just completely inundated. We are number three in the country in the podcast spectrum over at apple rank number three we etched out louder with crowder uh we're knocking on bannon's door right now and i'm telling you it's all because of your support if you want to support the show financially you can do that don't send us just an arbitrary number don't don't just send us a donation and get nothing in return get something great in return while supporting the program go to stewpeters.shop right now t-shirts are available be a banner for the show be a banner for truth go to stewpeters.shop right now again stewpeters.shop thank you so much for your support we really appreciate it ali schultz coming up right now 